embarrassing an experience as I've ever had going to the movies. Now, I know some people found this movie fun, but me, I'd rather spend two hours having root canal work done. It's yeah, a terrible film from beginning to end. You know the theory of reincarnation where the dues we pay in this lifetime yes. may get to collect in another lifetime? For having seen this movie, I want months and months and months in a beautiful valley. Well, on a scale of one to ten, we give it a uh, three. Let's give it a run. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bombs Away, a bad movie comedy podcast. My name is Tyler Rowe. Joining me here inside the cyber studio, as always, is Peyton Bieber. And a skeleton made of glass, not crystal. Jared Seifert. Nice. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. My bones break every day. Yeah. I was going to say, you are built like a person with a glass skeleton, so I could see it. Yes. I've actually yeah. never broken a bone, though. So Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, I've only sh- broken one. I may have broken a toe bone, but those don't count. That I broke a count. toe, so I guess that doesn't count, but I, I shattered my face. So I yeah, guess we I saw it. That explains a lot. <laughs> Damn. Pain's coming for him. Dang. Well, you may be wondering, why is Jarrett talking about glass skeletons, crystal skeletons, blah, blah, blah skeletons? Well, that's because uh, we are talking about a movie that has uh, been requested a million and a half times. We've started recording this episode three times. We've set up dates to record this episode five times, and now it's finally happening. This is 2008's Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Harrison Ford, Shia LaBeouf, Karen Allen, and Kate Blanchett, with a Rotten Tomato score of 78% and an IMDb score of 6.1. This quite possibly might be the highest rated movie that we cover on like a regular episode of this show. That's a good, uh, bad movie. Yeah, and it's not... Oh, God. You guys are going to I'm like a, a Indiana Jones crystal skull apologist. So <laughs> there's going to be a whole bunch of me explaining why I love this movie so much. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it with a little bit of background. Again, the defense starts right off the bat for why I don't think this movie deserves the hate it gets. Um, you know, 2006, 2007, 2008 was kind of the height of that ancient aliens phenomenon where everyone all of a sudden got really interested in it and uh the ancient aliens show took off and there was that stupid meme with the guy with the fucking aliens. crazy hair aliens <laughs> yeah that guy actually is very damaging to actual historical like it actual history of um different cultures because it's saying that they're not smart enough to do this on their own. And so aliens must have gotten involved. So historians are like, that guy's actually kind of a dick because he just degrades all of previous history as to we w- we shouldn't have been smart enough when we very much could have been. Well, I, I, I think I saw a tweet a long time ago that was like, just because white people couldn't do it didn't mean yeah, it's aliens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to work with this guy uh, at, at one of my old jobs who was like very, very angry about ancient alien discourse like actually very angry and that guy actually spoke at the theme park that we um, that we worked at because we we hosted an after party for this alien convention nearby and that guy was there uh one of my friends met him but this guy was so angry about ancient alien theory where i would always be like i, I would just ask him questions like egg him on so he'd get mad about it but their whole thing is like oh no like you know south american uh 
temples, like the way that the rocks are cut at these 90 degrees, like you couldn't do it with ancient tools. And he always used to be like, there's nothing else to do in ancient times except cut a rock. So I think they're going to get really good at cutting rocks. <laughs> he would get like really mad about it. Like, I just love bringing it up and being like, well, maybe they do have a good point. And then he'd flip out. He was it's actually like, mad that the ending of Wally during the credits even suggested ancient alien theories. <laughs> and he was like very mad about that, too. It's like video games of the, of the before times. It's like, hey, I got the high score. Look, perfect 90, bro. Yeah, look at this rock I carved. It only took me 85 years. I can die now. Dang. Yeah. Did you speed run that rock? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Any percent um, glitches <laughs> enabled. Uh, but yeah, that, uh, you know, a brief background on why this uh, movie, I'm assuming everyone knows what this movie happens in this movie. It's pretty infamous, but a brief explanation about why this they decided to go this direction. And also, you need to remember, this one takes place in the 50s. Um, this is going to teeter more into sci-fi because Indiana Jones has always been rooted in the pulp fiction that uh, occurred in the era that it's there. Pulp Fiction for the 30s and 40s was always fighting Nazis. And then in the 50s, it shifted to sci-fi. So obviously, Indiana Jones is going to take that route. Okay, everyone good? That makes sense. <laughs> Thank you. I, I will <laughs> say that I, after this viewing, I have, have, you know, got off the hate train for this movie. It actually isn't too bad. There are some places where you're almost like, that. this is terrible. But most of it, majority of it is like, okay, it, it does make sense. So, I mean, it slaps yeah. you in the face, you know, the first 10 minutes, like aliens are in this movie. Aliens. Yeah, right off the bat. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll come back. We'll visit Temple of Doom. We'll talk about an actual yeah. bad Indiana Jones movie because <laughs> that, that movie fucking sucks. But I think I think a lot of people just get hung up on the whole like, oh, now there's aliens involved where it's like really things melted Nazis faces before. Yeah. Like a guy the ripped power. someone else's heart out before because of a stone that was like a keeping a village alive. Like. These clearly aren't movies set in reality. A <laughs> Templar of King Arthur's court waits 800 years for anyone to touch the uh, the Holy Grail. And as soon as you touch it, he comes to life and you have to fight him. And you're telling me you draw the line at aliens? <laughs> <laughs> I swear that's like, yeah. oh, that's where my suspension of disbelief is gone. I can't I can't believe this anymore. Yeah, the first one's about the power of God. Like, well, and then you bring up an interesting point. Again, we will get to the movie, but I just want to, you know, defend this and talk about why I think a lot of people had problems with this is that all other all the three other movies, the artifact that they are looking for is a religious artifact. However, it is a Christian religious artifact that they are looking for in the other three movies in this movie. It is still a religious artifact. They literally lay out that people worshipped these aliens as gods and so it's like, okay, that we're not even that far off, but it's not a Christian thing. And then I think that's another reason why people. It's were not a off. mainstream religion. Yes, exactly. So like we said, the movie starts, I believe it said 1957. I'm not going to go back and check, but in Nevada. Um, and it's kind of one of those, like they briefly Hanger show you 51. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> all right, guys. Okay. <laughs> like we get it. We knew what that was. Uh uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, get wink, it. Wink, wink, nudge, <laughs> nudge, yeah. And then um, something happens later in this scene to like further cement home. It's like, look, guys, we already knew this was the warehouse from the end of 
uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. We already knew that. Oh. oh, did you not know that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, they made it. It was the... pretty commonly well known. Like everyone saw it. <laughs> I just when I saw the movie, I was like, oh, that's very clearly what it is. And then at the I've end of the each, scene, we, like seem to pay attention to each movie once. Uh, OK, I see. Well, they drive it home further later in the scene because a box falls and opens and it has the Ark of the Covenant in it. So oh, they're they're just kind of driving yeah. home like this is where all the artifacts go. I thought that um, was just like some really crappy home decor. <laughs> I got I this at Home Goods. <laughs> that's not the Ark of the Covenant. That's a boat, right? This is on Wayfair for fifty bucks. Oh, it came with a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, there's these military convoy. They're on their way to Area Fifty One. Um, they to also talk about that they're going to be doing some nuclear testing. Nobody's allowed in, even the colonel. And then it turns out whoa these are actually russians and they've ambushed the base and they're heading on in i can't believe um, russians would do that to us i know <laughs> i mean what did we ever do to them <laughs> i thought we were friends outs like you know all we ever did was give them nice things like outspend them in the space race just so we could get there first even though they did economy. everything else first with space yeah, or, you know, stole all their technology, made sure that we got the Nazi scientists first before they got to them. <laughs> ah, Russia is so inconsiderate. Um, so they open the trunk and a hat falls out. And what do you know? It's our it's our good it's friend. Andy's dead body. <laughs> That'd be so funny if he was just shot up. It's like that scene in uh, Goodfellas. It's just a dead body back there. And the movie just continues. Like, well... Um, but yes, it's, uh, Indy, he gets out of the trunk and you know what? Indy, he's like in the time period between when last crusade took place and this movie takes place. He really, really, really like worked on his quips cause he's really funny in this movie and like such a tough guy, but he like mastered the craft for any time that he was going to be involved in any type of thing where he could quip. He was like, I'll be ready for it. I've been thinking about this the whole drive here. <laughs> he was really shown as Harrison Ford. Yes. He right? feels very Harrison Ford in this movie. Um, he, yeah, he gets out and they, they're asking him for information and he tells one of the Russians drop dead. And then he punches the guy. And then he's like, I'm sorry. I meant drop dead comrade. It's oh. just like, what the fuck? Like, why is that an insult to him? <laughs> yeah. um, what if that was like Harrison Ford actually thought of that line on his own and they were like, I guess we'll put it in. <laughs> He's like, get off my plane. It'll, no, it'll be really great, I swear. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Make sure to catch Secret Life of Pets 2 in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> um. We're introduced to our main villain pretty early on in this movie, and it's Kate Blanchett, and she's hot as ever. Um, Rocking a nice Russian accent. I oh, wouldn't I say, say nice. Ugly wig. <laughs> Her wig is ugly, yes. That is a pretty beat yeah. wig. And I would say to one common complaint about this movie, yes, her Russian accent is a little lacking. Um, I'm it, really a huge fan of hers, too, but this one I was like, Mm. Yeah. I think she did a good job, honestly. I, I really do like her character. I think there's a couple times where she's talking where you can hear uh very clearly her English accent slip in to the Russian accent, which is like, yeah, you know, uh, people playing doing accents do that all the time. But she's trying her best, and really she honestly is uh doing a good job in this movie for everything that she's handed. Yeah. 
Um, we, she's like, we will do this old fashioned way. Yeah. She's like, what is this saying? Such a stereotypical, like, I, I hate that trope where it's like non-native English speaker says, how do you say? And then like uh, rolls into like oh, yeah. a, a common yeah. saying. Like, type they don't thing. have a saying like that in your language or <laughs> country. <laughs> they just beat the shit out of him. They don't say old fashioned <laughs> way. They don't even say it. They just beat you up. We'll do this the Russian way. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's the Russian way. We'll do this the Russian way and just starts beating him to a pulp. Um, they've brought Indy to this warehouse because this is the warehouse from the previous films, as I have mentioned. There's 20 years between the previous film and this film. In real, in, in real life. No, in timeline. Film life. I was going to say it's, it's in real life and in, and, and in timeline. Yeah. That's why they said it the way that they did. Yeah. I, it blew me away. Wow. <laughs> I just realized that I was like, Oh my God. This crusade was 1938 and this is 1957. Yeah. So like 19 years. Yeah. And you know what? They did a good wow. job. That is honestly one of the things that you can commend this film for was yeah. not trying to be like pass off late sixties, uh, Harrison Ford as, Oh, let's just do it again in the forties or whatever. Yeah. And then we, no one will know, you know, and same with Karen Allen. Yeah. God, I was actually just, you know, you mentioned Karen Allen is in this movie. She doesn't show up for a while, but the, uh, I was reading that she didn't even know she was in the movie until it was announced <laughs> they were making it. Really? And then Steven Spielberg called her and was like, we're making another one and you're in it. Just like, that's what he told her. It was like, uh, and she <laughs> was like, okay. Is this had a script change? Film? Uh, no, this is Paramount. Paramount, okay. yeah. All the way it's through. So well, it's on Paramount Plus. It's Paramount and Lucasfilm, actually, because it's, uh, it's, this is a, a pairing between, um, George Lucas and uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Oh, God. It's weird that Spielberg did something that's not his company, but I guess because he was attached to it long ago, right? Yeah, I think it was because yeah. it was it was before Amblin. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. What does Amblin make now? <laughs> um, Ready Player West One. Side Story. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You hey, know that I'm talking... two degrees away from Steven Spielberg. No, I know, I know. I have someone that calls him just Steven. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Steve? Jer like, Steven uh, said this the other day, and I'm like, stop it. <laughs> Peyton, on the other hand, has been talking about West Side Story for like three uh, years now. I love Peyton's losing his shit. And this new like, one looks good. It's so great. And I was like, it just looks like they're going to dance fight the entire time. <laughs> That's it what just, it is. <laughs> just go watch the old one. <laughs> just use a gun. Oh, my God. But well, I mean, uh, eventually they do, right? I don't. Yes. Wrong movie. Okay, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Bad ways. <laughs> yes. So, um, the Indy knows where the box that they're looking for in um, this uh, warehouse is. He mentions that it's magnetized, and he's like, "Give me your guns." And they're like, "Ha ha ha, no." And he's like, "No, I need something magnetic so I can find where it is. I need gunpowder." So they start emptying their um, grenades, their bullets, which. Is a smart move on Indy's part two minutes later into this scene because now they don't have bullets to shoot him with really because he's right. emptied all of it. So he starts throwing it up into the air. It starts pulling towards this box. And again, I don't know why people acted like they were so shocked that the ending of this movie was aliens when they literally established right now this is aliens. It's about aliens. Aliens in this movie. Alien? You think it's an alien movie? It's an alien movie. Right like here. Literally alien. right off the bat. They open I, a case that says yeah. Roswell, New Mexico, and there is yeah. an alien inside of it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I would always make the argument like it's a good movie until the aliens. But then like especially after this last one, I was like, oh, aliens are like 
in it. They like beat you over the head with alien facts. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think I don't think the alien stuff was a surprise to me. I think where it kind of faltered is it's that kind of what was it 1970s no 1980s 1980s movies where they didn't do cgi but they still did all the same things and so yeah i feel like people just put their gripes in aliens because they're like what aliens are so futuristic to us and that like where it's like really the biggest issue with this film is using too much future technology to portray that stuff so it doesn't look real it's like yeah with like what star wars did like even though the first well okay even though one through three like phantom menace era used a good amount of practicals but they still use cgi and where it faltered was cgi and you know and honestly i don't think the cgi is too bad in this there is a few big set piece scenes where it it you are sitting there being like, yeah, this um, CGI is not great. Yeah, uh, that's and that's because it becomes like the focal point of the scene. But, but this is also awful. tail end of of like the um, tail end of CGI coming into its best areas. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. This is definitely that era of like bad CGI mostly, but then it's all there's like some good examples, but like it's just. It's like you said, coming of its age, sort of like just, all right, CGI, pull through just a little bit longer and we'll have this nice, perfect Yeah, it, CGI. it'll be perfected soon. Yeah. And so um, hopefully with this next movie coming out, it, oh, yeah. and when they use CGI, it's, it's like top notch. They don't spare any expense on that one. Um, but yeah, they, they open the box and uh, oh my God, it's the crystal mummy, not even the crystal skull. Uh, nothing. It, it's an alien. It's, it's an like, alien. It's just, but it's not the crystal. It's the skull. crystal body, yaddy yaddy. <laughs> <laughs> crystal body, not the crystal skull. That's missing, right? No. No. One it, other thing that I failed to mention is that Kate Blanchett uh, um, has psychic. Kate Blanchett, yeah. How does Kate Blanchett? I don't know. Who cares? She's hot. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> She's hot. <laughs> I'll be. I'll be sure to pronounce it correctly when I meet her. Um, <laughs> Uh, she has psychic powers, but does she, she doesn't. She thinks. She, I think she thinks she has. She thinks she thinks she does. And something that this movie does great with her character is subtly throughout the films reveals to you that not only is she not as smart as she thinks she is, she is insanely out of her depth. Oh, yeah. Of what she is yeah. trying to accomplish. And I really like that for her. And I think she's aware of it. That's why she puts a mystique behind her. Because she tries to read Indy's mind. And nothing happens. Um, So in this moment. Guns are pointed at Indy. And his friend that's with him. Mac turns on him. He And he's like. Oh what you're a double agent. And he's like well. Or he's like, you're a, you're a Russian, you're a, you're a socialist, and he's like, no, I'm a capitalist, and they pay well. So <laughs> we've proven today, <laughs> capitalism does not pay well. <laughs> yeah, no, they it doesn't. That's why I'm going to the other side because they pay well for hard work. Um, so he gets uh crossed, and then we have this really cool scene. Um, they. And this is, was a thing by Harrison Ford that he really kind of wanted to show Indy's age in this movie. And uh, this scene right off the bat kind of sets it out is like 
he tries to do all the cool shit he did 20 years ago and it doesn't work. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, That's like one of the funniest tries, moments. When he tries to whip on that light and fly across the other truck and he misses yeah. it and he flies through the windshield of the oh. truck behind him. Oh, damn, I thought that was closer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is this is fun. The action set pieces are fun. Um, there's this. But he still gets beat up like he gets the shit knocked out of him a lot in this movie (laughs) he should have died a few times were indian movies always so heavily vehicle yes stuff oriented okay there is a lot of vehicle stunts in the indiana jones in in uh the lost ark this this almost exact same scene happens in raiders of the lost ark yeah this movie does kind of suffer from force awakens um you mean fan like, jobbing yes and also just like <laughs> very much just uh reinventing the wheel for no reason whatsoever like it's just yeah. following the same um beats because we're introduced in this moment to a very large russian who is going to be uh, an adversary throughout the rest of the movie and he's just that large nazi from raiders of the lost Ark Pretty that, much. that he fights all the time that's just when they should have been like Ooh, it's a little twink that you wouldn't suspect. And it's me, and I walk out and go, uh oh. Uh-huh. It looks like I got some trouble, but I'm German, but I help the Russians. He just beats the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And he comes towards me to beat me up, and I go, Ooh, you're looking very handsome, older man. Do you have any friends? And he goes, What's happening? And then I kiss him, and he's like, I think I like men. I was going to say, That's a new story. I was going to say, I'm. Fan um, fiction. I think in the setting he may call you a slur. I think that's yeah, just like, he probably would. <laughs> yeah, but then he he'll kiss you when would. no one's looking. Yeah. Be like, I'll give you a kiss to make you feel better, and I go, thank you, and then he'd stab me after. <laughs> so, like, isn't this like isn't there one car? Isn't there right before we <clears throat> continue? Um, isn't there one where like there's like a martial artist guy fighting Indy, and he's just like, yeah, I can't do this. And yeah, then he the second one. Well, no, no and see, that's a, that's that a whole thing is Indy constantly gets into these fights where he's like, um, this isn't evenly matched, so I'm going to have to cheat, basically, is his. Yeah. his Indy thing. is textbook for brings a gun to a knife fight. Indiana <laughs> Jones is just uh, a jerk. He's a high regular Earth Han Solo. That's all yeah, he pretty is. Much. It's literally the same character. Because um, it is. Don't you know. know that's fan theory? That it is him? Yeah, I it's fucking him. hate that fan theory. <laughs> Anyone who believes that, uh, find me in Riverside. I'll beat you up. <laughs> oh, he's doxing himself. <laughs> <laughs> People already know I live out here. I know my address. Riverside's uh, so huge. It's not like they could... I'm trying to pull your address up. Yeah, they're about to, his IP address. You could find it that way. Um, no, so Indy, they have this cool swinging fight. That's another thing I like is a lot of the fights are aerial in Indiana Jones type stuff. They're like swinging on stuff. They're falling through stuff. Um, him and the large Russian land on this like rocket car that cooks yeah. a bunch of guys as it takes off. <laughs> that was kind of neat. That yeah. Was fun. And then um, Indy hides. And all right, guys, we're coming to our first point of contention for most people in this movie. When Indy arrives to the nuclear test town. I love this scene. It is That's probably a- my favorite scene in the entire movie. I love that map in Call of Duty. Neat. I wish though. Is he it like that ma- it's Nuketown in, it's in Nuketown Call of Duty. Duty. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish that the escape wasn't what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah, get that I, they I really agree. couldn't have done it any other way because they already showed people driving away from the blast. And they mm-hmm. died. Those people yeah. that ran away die. Yeah. I, I do will... think it's I, I love the the comedy in the scene though yeah. where he's like, 
you gotta help me and he's like, like what all the of the heck? mannequins and he's like huh and he goes outside and they're all doing like regular shit but they're all mannequins <laughs> <It> <laughs> just did they even set up me- mannequins for the yeah. nuclear t- they did yeah they did yeah 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 Oh, that's such a waste of money. But also, it really was, was a nuclear war. Uh, they they wanted to see the effects on them. Yeah, yeah, they were trying they to, see, to like, see the effects. Use dead pigs. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> is... more cruel than. Well, no, because uh, dead pigs are like the most cl- the closest no, thing to the human body. It's the fifties. Plastic was everywhere. Yeah. That is true. They were probably asbestos laced. Man, <laughs> yeah, it's the fifties. They were like, I don't know, just eat your radiation. But yes, Indy hides in the fridge. Everyone knows the fucking yeah. in the fridge thing. He gets thrown 300 miles, it seems, from the explosion. There's a, a parallel between this one and the second one when he flies out the plane with the 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 blow up Listen, raft thing. You are I mean, reading my like, mind. They're both kind of equally, maybe one more than the other, but they're almost like the same thing. It's like because this is totally unbelievable i was gonna say again a lot of people for some reason with this movie like they draw a line with their with their sense of believability in this movie and they always are like okay indy would have died in that refrigerator and it's like yes obviously he also would have died died. if he would have jumped out of a plane with a raft to float down thousands of feet to a mountaintop like, that's the point of this. It's supposed to be over the top and pulpy and fun. It's not supposed to be rooted in realism. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, I think that the if they had this possibility back then, they would have done it. And it, the only reason why it was rooted in somewhat reality, or we think that, is because they didn't have CGI to do these crazy stunts like this. Yeah, exactly. And then they had to keep it semi-practical and rooted. Yeah. But it's not that crazy. I will say there is a funny, um, I don't know if either of you have played uh, Fallout New Vegas. Oh, but no. Anyone who's familiar with the game, it takes place in Nevada, uh, in Las Vegas, and on a road that you can walk on, you can actually find a refrigerator that's open. And inside of it is a skeleton with a brown fedora. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I think I've seen that Easter egg. I yeah, haven't played the game, but it's really cool. Um, so Indy gets away from the Russians and he ends up back at a secret base in a, an incredibly boring scene where he's just debriefed on uh, everything that's happening. And he tells everyone like, Oh yeah, like that's the woman I saw. And then just because his friend crossed them, they're really like, you could be a you could be a double agent, too. And that's are all you red thing. or something. Yeah, it's like oh, better red than dead. That's what I always say. <laughs> um, so then we go to University of Town. I don't know where he's teaching. <laughs> it's just it's a university. They don't bother you with that information. Is it ever established? No, they literally never say where it is. They just say, yeah, he's a, he's a professor. Where is it being filmed? It looks like, I don't know, Harvard it was or filmed something. filmed in Stockton, those scenes at the Stockton? School. Yes. That like was... California Stockton? Yes, California Stockton. University of Indiana. Huh. I would have not thought that would be Stockton. Yeah, it said like the the hallway scenes are filmed in Stockton. Oh, the is, hallway scenes? Well, like in the classroom, which is really weird. Huh. Um the airport scenes in this movie are also filmed in Fresno. So Whoa. they were all over California for this. Um, so Indy gets fired because uh, the FBI was investigating him. And um, that's really it. He has a conversation with the Dean, which is really interesting because I thought this movie was going to be really heavy handed on like the anti-communism stuff. But the Dean literally says to him, like, w- like what's so great about our government system? If, 
like we're so scared of russians that we're hurt like we're firing people because we think they might be them and it's like a really interesting thing i missed that one that's a really interesting yeah it's a cool line and then uh indy's like i'm sad my dad's dead anyway i'm moving to london that's, <laughs> that's like how the <laughs> scene progresses. my best friend brody are dead yeah they're just like they're dead Ah. anyway i'm moving to london see you later <laughs> um this is when we get a shy surprise at the train station the booth the booth he shows up that's another point of contention for a lot of people they hate his character i don't know why i think he's very cool he's a cool uh, character i i do sort of agree a little bit it's kind of a stretch like, yeah i mean i think it's i think it's kind of a cute little like way to tie in um, yeah i tell you understand but it also, but also I think a lot of people's gripes with Shia isn't his character anymore. Well, not anymore. I like now Shia it's just who he is. He's a good actor, though. He's almost yeah, he's like, a great actor. He's, he's like Tom Cruise. Great actor. I'll watch him in anything. He's a little crazy in real life. Yeah. yeah. I think, I don't know. I, I really like Shia LaBeouf. I also think like, you know, what? We don't, he's, he's also like a sad character. His he's, life was awful. Good. So, he, no, I know. I know I'm saying that. I'm not excusing oh. that. I'm also saying he's a very sad person who's had a sad life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel. I do want to watch Honey Boy. I need to watch that. Don't. You will cry. <laughs> hey, that's I good. sobbed watching that movie. <laughs> I love Dakota. She's so good. You guys know my obsession with her. Dakota she's Fanning? In, oh, she is in that. Barely. Dakota da Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Oh, okay. Yes. She's the um, third The other lead. Dakota. I know. She's barely in it. There's not much in that movie. Oh um it's a okay so time. back into indiana jones uh <laughs> um they go to a diner and mutt introduces who he is he says you know blah 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 uh a friend of a friend helped raise me because my dad died um a bunch of crystal skull art there is one thing that this movie does that i hate is that they just dump like information about the crystal skull that you just don't give a fuck about yeah. at all and then they dump a bunch of ancient alien shit on top of it. And it's just like, I don't care. And then this is a pretty funny situation is that uh, he says, like, how did you find me? And Mutt's like, my mom told me to seek you out. And he's like, who's your mom? She's like, Mary. He's like looking at him like, uh, and he's like, Mary Williams. He's oh, like, my God. His Mary? name is Mutt because he's a product of two different, very or very different people. Yes. That's yes. so yeah. stupid. Sorry, I just, made that. <laughs> I just made that connection. Listen, like, you got to oh, remember. He's a mutt. <laughs> when we talk about the writing in this movie, you got to remember that George Lucas helped. So it's not going to be very strong. Oh, yeah. like George Lucas is an awful writer. So anything that's like eye rolling when it comes to like story beats, probably because of him. I didn't um, catch it my first time. That's why I was like, oh. Yeah, it's very dumb. Uh, but then he says, uh, you know, uh, he's like, Mary, there are a lot of Marys, kid. And it's just like, it's like, damn, Indiana Jones fucks. Like, Dang. he's just like, I don't know. I've, I've fucked a lot of women. I, you could be your mom. I don't know. I mean, uh, as someone yeah, that's been a slut for many years, I'd be surprised if I even remembered a name that there were a lot of names of. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Marys out there. There's a lot of Marys. It's like, how do you know the there's a lot of Marys? <laughs> I don't Lots discriminate. Of, what about the Jessicas? What about the Sarahs? It would probably be a lot of Marys and Sallys since it's like oh, yeah. the, you know, the 50s, 30s, yeah. 40s, 50s. Um, I do really like this. Uh, it shows that Mutt is very 
like ingenious in a moment because the the Russians are there at the at the diner and he causes uh, like a greaser jock fight. Oh. Which is a little fun scene. It would have been cool if it was like a race war. I think that would have been cool. A little too. grease in there with some <laughs> West Side Story. Yeah, exactly. And that's how they escape. So this starts this pretty cool, um, you know, like car chase on a motorcycle with the Russians. It's it's again Indiana Jones esque car chase. It's oh, yeah. what we've seen in all the other three movies. It's a lot of fun. They go through the library. They go through the library, and Indy gives some tutoring advice. Which I'm is sorry, really library. 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 Peyton said Barry. Listen, <laughs> listen he worked, here, all. He works at Knott's Berry Farm, so everything is a berry pun for him. The Knott's I do Berry love those Farm. Those and berries. <laughs> <laughs> berry library farms. Um, but yeah, he gives some tutoring advice where a guy's like, "What do you think about this guy?" And Indy's basically like, "Fuck that guy. He's a loser." <laughs> and then it's like, "Go, go on. Um, go outside." <laughs> yeah, and go outside, and then he crashes through the walls. So then they decipher the letter that Mutt has. And again, it's like, wow, there is a whole lot of like blah, 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 blah in this. This is the letter from the crazy person, right? Yeah. Yes. What's his name? Dr. Something. Oxley. We haven't met him yet. Dr. Octopus. So then they're like, we've got to go to Peru. And then we get the classic. Indiana Jones map transition. Where's the plane flying over my house noise? Because <laughs> that's what we need right now. <laughs> Just copy and paste that noise. <laughs> and then they, they land in beautiful, sunny, as we said earlier, Fresno. Apparently this is the, <laughs> the airport in Fresno. They just dressed it up to be Peru. Um, and then they step off the plane into uh, Universal's back lot. Um uh, <laughs> A lot of this movie was filmed on Universal's backlot, uh, very interestingly enough. Oh, um, that grave was hmm. back there? With yeah. all the <laughs> conquistadors or whatever they were? That's where they put all the laid off people. Yeah. That were there. <laughs> they're, like, they're still wandering there right now. Um, again, So that's the zombies? Yeah, that's that. They're like, that's all the haunt actors. <laughs> that's gonna be the this horror year. nights guys waiting <laughs> to get rehired. maze. <laughs> Please let me in. Um, there's more explanation of the puzzle talking about this that and the other thing again this movie the writing not the strongest it's again i this is where this is where i was like who is what and what are we trying to do and why does that there like the skull was there but then the skull was removed but the skull was brought back Literally the middle yeah. 20 minute chunk of this movie is like right here that we're talking about is just them explaining more and more and more and more and more about what they're looking for and how they're going to find a weird it. time and place for exposition. Yeah. They yeah. drop a lot of like history. Like here's some like Spanish. This is what's his face. Spanish. Yeah, an El Dorado. And, and this then, and this. And this. honestly, yeah. the El Dorado focused one would have been better. Well, I mean, this, this is was technically. It. Oh, yeah, well, they were yeah, looking for like Eldorado. an actual Eldorado, not an alien like, Eldorado. Well, actual. Eldorado doesn't exist, so... Not yeah. in your mind, but in my <laughs> mind it does. And two very handsome men found it. And That's... one very thick woman. <laughs> well, yeah, Road to Eldorado is so good. That's I wasn't good allowed movie. to watch that movie. <gasps> really? Because it was too gay up. and bisexual? It was too sexy, my mom said. It was inappropriate. Oh my god, it was really sexy, though. I mean... I've seen pictures of that woman that say yes. There's something for everyone in that movie. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Um, So they finally meet 
Oxley in his uh, like uh, mental uh, state. Oh, well, no, they, they they go to his prison cell and oh, they yeah, see yeah. that he's lost his mind. And Mutt's really upset about that because he's the man who helped raise him. Mm. Um, he has a real and, like, oh my gosh, this could happen to me moment. Yeah. I could lose my mind too. And then they're like, oh, we got to go to the conquistador's grave. Um, so they head to the graveyard. And uh, this actually is a great line. Uh, so kudos to whoever wrote it because it wasn't George Lucas. Um, Mutt reads this sign. It says, grave robbers will be shot. And then Indy says, good thing we're not grave robbers. And he, like tosses, <laughs> tosses him a shovel. <laughs> it's just, I just love the whole like... Um, I mean, there is a dichotomy of like our archaeologists who go into these places and take these artifacts. Aren't yeah. they grave robbers? And he yeah. obviously clearly doesn't see himself as that, which is very funny. Um, I thought there was more grave people that attacked other than just one guy. I thought it was two or three. I thought it was two, but I swear to God, it was this one guy who attacks. Yeah. Um, I is thought it, it was like one guy that attacked at the start and then other people came out. Yeah. I think that's the, the problem with them all wearing those masks. I think there's <laughs> at least two because there's a guy like they knock out with a shovel and then there's the dart guy where Indy blows the dart back up into his throat. Okay, Ooh. that is brutal. Yeah. That, that is like, also, he what would happen? Die. Like the blunt end of the dart goes in your mouth and you're like, Ugh, yeah. Ow. And then you swallow <laughs> poison and then you die. I just was like, when Indy did that, I was like, damn, Indy, that's fucked up. Yeah. That, that's like, you have a gun, just shoot him. Like, but just we also know him. that Indy has throat game now. Ooh. Oh, he can inflate your penis um, <laughs> like a balloon another, animal. <laughs> like he ties it up. <laughs> um, another good line again. Uh, Mutt and Indy have great banter between the two of them, um, and I think honestly one of the reasons why the banter is so good is because Shia LaBeouf and, and uh, Harrison Ford I do think have a lot of chemistry in this movie. Um, oh yeah, but he says you're a teacher. And Indy's like standing there all cool, like one of the poster shots. And he's like, part time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Indy. Yeah, Indy. Another part time he spends fucking your mom. <laughs> <laughs> he spent fucking his mom. <laughs> um, so then, all the Marys of the world. All the Marys. He's like, <laughs> I've got a lot more Marys on this list. <laughs> so they find a secret tunnel. Uh, they go into this tomb where the natives of this area bound their children's heads to be shaped like the crystal skulls. Um, the aliens. It was horrifying. Yeah. That, that, the thought that, of that. That's a real thing. They I that. know. And they, they, and they do it with their necks over in, I think, Africa or somewhere. Yeah. They look like the, um, the skulls look like the skulls of those like peanut people from the Proud Family movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, not skull binding. That's skull what it's called. Bind elongating binding, yeah. Skull binding, yeah. We tie it and then it grows all weird. So it like, does remind me of cone heads a little see, bit. See, this is where I will say <laughs> the original crystal skull is not shaped like this. It's shaped like an actual skull. Well, and you know there is pre- mythology behind that. In, yeah, in you real know life? It's fake, right? Like it's like um, are you talking about the, the fake the crystal skull or the real the crystal skull? Seven crystal skulls. The real, real crystal skull that Jared is speaking of is a quartz skull that they're like there's no way it could have been carved with like ancient tools mm. and it's like yeah because it wasn't because it's uh, it's a fabrication um I don't sorry know. to spoil that for anyone they spo- printed it listen you can find crystal skull vodka in any <laughs> bo- like yeah. liquor store around america and you can contribute money to dan Aykroyd if you want 
Um, yeah, so they go in there. They find the mummified conquistadors. Um, and it, the guy looks good. And then they open it. And he like crumples. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. They just ruined that skeleton. <laughs> That's awful. And what, um, did it, what did Mutt say? He's like, he's like, what happened to him? And Indy's like, he's been mummified for 500 years. Air doesn't agree with him. Is what he says, <laughs> it's like, all right, Indy, listen, we can't always be swinging for the fences. <laughs> not everyone's going to land. Yeah, not everyone's going to land. But, you know, I keep shooting for the moon. You'll land among the stars, I guess. Um, They find the main conquistador that they've been talking about this whole time. Uh, and lo and behold, he has the crystal skull. What? No way. Uh, I know it's kind of like a, I don't know. It's like a reveal that goes off with like a whimper and a sigh. It's like, hmm, all right. Oh, <laughs> it's like, well, cool. yeah, they say, oh yeah, Oxley took, found the crystal skull and then he took it out and then he put it back. It's yeah. like, okay, so it's going to be here. We all know yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. Well, how else would it, would it, who would come back and get it? Um, but then the Russians arrive and they take uh, Indian Mutt to um, the Russian camp. Uh, Indy is tied up. This is when he's talking to Mac. Um, and again, Mac is just talking all his shit about like, oh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, they pay well, blah, 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 blah. I had a gambling debt that I need to take care of. And that's why I'm here. Yada, yada, yada. So Kate Blanchett comes in and she unveils for Indy. Um, not only does she unveil the crystal skull in this moment, but she also unveils the alien's body. And um, Indy speaks as a surrogate for the audience in this moment where he's like saucer men from Mars is what he says about the <laughs> alien's body, which is like, Indy, you've seen people's faces get melted off. You've seen a heart get ripped out of a man's chest. You've seen a, a Templar waiting 800 years. You're really going to scoff at an alien like, shut up, dude. <laughs> this is not the weirdest shit you've ever seen. This is pretty baseline for anyone. Um. So, yeah, they bring Oxley in and he's a shell of a man to he's say crazy. He's, he's had one yeah. too many uh, bumps of cocaine or something. But I do have to say, do you know whose back probably hurts from carrying this movie and just playing a character too well? Oxley. Oxley. Yeah. Uh, William Hurt. Yes. William name? Hurt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's crushing it at, like the, his crazy character is so good, and he's in a lot of this movie, too. <laughs> um, he's just doing a great job. I really like his character, so kudos to him. Um, so they use the skull on Indy to kind of tap into his mind. He sees a bunch of stuff we don't really know, but then he's like, okay, I have to return the skull. Um, and then Kate Blanchett kind of lays out their evil plan for what they why they want the skulls, and it's because they could create a super weapon and they could use it to basically uh, brainwash people from afar and let them know of things. And I, I was cracking up because it's like their her master plan is that you could feed information to anyone around the world and you could teach them real history, like what the Americans have really done to Russia is what she <laughs> says in the moment. I was like, that's your evil plan. <laughs> To educate people? <laughs> she was also saying, like, you know, mentoring candidate a bunch of people as well. Yes, yes. But I was like, 
I mean, true to the communism thing, they're just trying to bring everyone class consciousness, I guess. <laughs> they're like, you should know that your labor is being abused by your employer. <laughs> it's like, all right, Kate, I may give you these skulls because you might be onto something here. You know what? Take it. It's fine. <laughs> you know what? You are right. You are right. Um, Oxley, he's doing this thing with his hands and Indy realizes that he's trying to write something. I would have never gotten that. Why? Well, okay, but I'm sitting there being like, how long have the Russians had Oxley that they haven't gotten that? Right. And this, this goes to show, again, that Kate Blanchett is so out of her depth. Because yeah. when Indy's like, bring me a, pe- a piece of paper and something to write with, she's like, he's trying to write. I never would have got that. It's like, what? <laughs> it, what? What? You've had him for this long and you haven't thought he might be trying to write this entire time? Mm. Um, so it just goes to show that she's really not as smart as uh, she lays out to be. Um, they go to a map to try and figure out where they're going to go from this deciphered message. Mutt punches a Russian and they escape. Yeah. And then. And then they sand. don't escape. <laughs> yeah. They get stuck <laughs> in quicksand. Um, but it's actually not quicksand. He said it's something. It's like oh, dry it's, sand. It's, yeah. Dry sand. It's like, like more that. dangerous than quicksand. Um, and Is then any as sand dying, not dry? Besides wet sand, <laughs> I mean, isn't is all it sand? sand? Is that would make more sense. Agitated sand is it agitated sand. Aerated sand. Aerated sand. I, that's what I thought. Yes, yeah, yeah. it is aerated sand because he explains because it is kind of funny. Is like uh, Mutt's like, oh my god, is this quicksand? And Andy's like, well, actually, it's it's aerated sand. It's actually a lot deadlier. So basically, what it is, and he starts explaining like <laughs> what it is and how it works, and it's like. It's, it's only a, me it's in a, a moment of panic. Like, actually, <laughs> what we're doing is, and people are like, shut up. We got to go. We're it's dying like, oh, here. It's like, we oh, my God, he, you know. he's going to beat us to death. Well, actually, he has a gun, so he's probably going to shoot us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as they think they're dying and Mutt and Oxley run away to go get help or to get something to get them out. This is when Marion lays out like, uh, hey, Mutt is your son, Indy. And why did you keep him in school? Yeah, he's literally like, you don't need to be so hard on that kid about school. And then she's like, Mutt's your son. And he's like, you should have made him finish school. <laughs> but is um, that the time? <laughs> I I know. It's funny. They feel is that the die. place? <laughs> Not the time or the place, but. Um, so they, they managed to get Marion out with a stick, but for some reason they're going to give no, Indy a snake. It was a, like a vine or something. Oh, I looked, oh. I looked closely to it. I was like, that's a vine. That's clearly Do they not realize, I guess, I guess that's the joke. He grabbed a vine to get Marion out, but then he didn't realize he grabbed a snake because a snake is like a vine. Oh. Well, what I'm happened just saying to it right? the vine? Did they just he, chuck it? Like, yeah, we don't well, need this anymore. Well, if they treated it anything like they treat this snake, they just chucked it back into the jungle <laughs> behind them. <laughs> um, but this snake would have been ripped in half. Half. There's no oh, way. Yeah. Indy would have just like it would have severed blood, would have gone everywhere, and he would have drowned to death in the sand. Oh, totally. But no, Carly pointed out when we were watching it, she she's like, they just chucked that snake behind them when they were done with it. They're like, all right, goodbye. And they just like throw <laughs> it over their paralyzed head. snake. <laughs> Good luck living. So uh Oxley's idea of getting help was getting the Russians back. Now they are recaptured. Hand- yeah, recaptured. Handcuffed in the back of a vehicle where um, Indy and Marion are fighting back and forth about where he was, blah, blah, blah. This is when Mutt finds out that Indy is his dad. And um, 
it just kind of, they lay out like where have you been and that's the fifth film indiana jones and the mystery of the deadbeat father <laughs> it's going to cover the 20 years in between where he didn't raise mud <laughs> and what was going on in that life i kind of was like well what was he doing for 20 years like there's a lot of marys obviously yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like yeah, give me a phone book between in those, bridges is playing mary in the next film <laughs> mary, mary one two four and eight actually <laughs> yeah in the 20 years did he never go on another like expedition of like life-changing magnitude he never like saw god or found you know, excalibur or you know anything I think it's, Merlin. it's lightly hinted at that him getting captured by the russians was done on american soil and i think it's lightly hinted that he's just been teaching this whole time he went on some adventures and then he well, only like, semi-retired yeah i think he semi-retired and became a teacher and then he's like i'm all... too old for this basically right. it's like <laughs> one more it's like when i thought i was out they pulled me back in that's <laughs> that's him in this movie um so yes, again, you guys, I'm just going to say it. Welcome to, this is the part of the movie where the next 20 minutes is a lot of people's contentious points. <laughs> I don't think it's this as This is bad. where it's just like, like I, I get action sequences and they're fun, but when it's for like 20 minutes straight, it's like, I just kind of want something else to happen. Hey, that King Kong versus Godzilla scene at the very end of the movie <laughs> was amazing. I, Where's the Kong like dog? Three minutes. Release the dong cut. Yeah. They both have wieners. Um, no, I'm going to say, honestly, most of this scene is fine. I mm, told you yeah. there's two things I can't excuse in this movie, and we're about to come up to one of them, and I'll tell you right off the bat. It is the monkey scene. I can't excuse the swinging on the vines monkey scene. There's it was, no. It's so out of the blue and like random, and you're like, this would never happen. They just yeah. scamper away. However, yeah. the only slight defense I can make for it again is think about what Indiana Jones is supposed to be it's supposed to be pulpy. It's supposed to be like Tarzan. Um, well, no, it's supposed to be like old adventure comics from the forties and fifties that depicted these like feats of daring that happened in like, like grave robbers and all this kind of stuff. Like so romancing the stone, it, like romancing the stone. Yes. So this is supposed, you know, you think about it in that way. It's like, okay, it makes a little more sense. These weird, fantastical moments. Cause yeah. it's rooted in that realism. Right. Um, but we I find mean, out it's, it's, it's still a little like, uh, uh. yeah, I know. It's still kind of dumb. Uh. I, I agree with you. It, it's a little like, uh, really? What, but, but there's a book that Indiana Jones is based off of. It's like something, somebody in the Temple of Solomon or something like that. Dr. Yes. Frankenstein in the Temple of Solomon. Oh, ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to tell you another interesting fact that, that's stupid. It's just related to my life. In sixth grade, we had to do this project where it was called the Living Wax Museum. And you had to portray a, a scientist of some sort. Uh, because oh, I you chose like Indiana Jones? Magazine. No, actually, I chose the guy who he is entirely based off of a real life person. His name is Roy Chapman Andrews, who was a uh, early uh, 1900s to like 1930s uh, archaeologist and paleontologist. And like, if you find pictures of him, he like, there he is with a whip and a revolver in the Middle East, like doing all Dang. kinds of archaeology stuff. And initially my teacher told me he wasn't a real scientist so i couldn't do him but then my mom yelled at her and i got to do it <laughs> and i'm just gonna say a kid in my class did george washington carver and he did blackface so i don't Oof. think i'm Oof. the worst in this situation here. Yikes. well that's I, also just 
shutting down sciences that are outside of like a classroom. Okay, but you're also gonna tell me the guy who made peanut butter is more of a scientist than a guy who was a exactly. paleontologist. <laughs> like, no, that's still a science. That teacher's just stupid. Uh the book is called King Solomon's Mine. Ah, Ooh, there we go. But King oh, Solomon Jeremy, was wait. mine first. You said that that Dr. Frankenstein thing so confidently that I believed you. I really <laughs> <laughs> I really was like, oh, yeah, Dr. Frankenstein. Dr. Frankenstein's like, well, I made a human. What else can I do? Yeah, I really believed you for a second there. Damn. Go, sorry. Scavenge some You know, you need to be trained on it. those bikes. Fuck. That was awful. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so we find out that Jonesy uh, unveils to Indiana Jones uh like hey that's mac by the way he's like uh i'm a double agent for the u.s for cia it's like indy dog come on you're you're not gonna believe him how, <laughs> like how really are you <laughs> like how dumb are you and he's like i was trying to tell you in the camp but you weren't listening and he's like oh i can trust this guy um we get a cool this whole scene i do like it i think it's fun um Mutt fighting with the sword between the two cars. Oh, yeah. That's so it's cool. cool. And he's just like getting smacked in the balls by like all those plants as he's trying to fight. <laughs> then he gets yanked up into the trees. Yeah, monkey scene, whatever. Um, he kicks the driver. They go flying off or whatever. Yep. And then they uh, end up at the most horrifying scene of this movie, which is when they ants. land on the ant hill. Tell you what, yeah. I I didn't. I don't care much for ants. I mean, ants are ants. But man, if I ever ran into these ants, they'd be my snakes for Indy, the rats for his dad. <laughs> I'd be like, nope, not doing it. Get him, get me rats. out of here. I hate rats. I'm <laughs> so scared ants. of snakes. I, I don't know if I've ever told you guys that before. I'm like, really? uh, like very viscerally. All you have to do is run. Yeah, I don't know snakes. I don't. They really freak me out. I just went to the San Diego Zoo a few days ago, and we went into the reptile room, and um, Carly didn't come in there with us. And she told my mom, she was like, oh, yeah, I don't need to go in there. All Tyler's going to do is look at the snakes and go. And I I was doing that the entire time I was in there. They like actually give me the chills, make my hair stand on end. Every exhibit, you're like, next one. I know. There was a few where I was like, I don't know. It just freaks me out. Snakes scare me so much. Spiders, too. Spiders would be my. Spiders are the worst. Oh, dude, I used to have a tarantula. You're the worst. Spiders don't bother me at all. Tarantulas, I know, are like peaceful. But like it's Not the really. other ones. I don't want to look at them. It's the Branches other ones. are cool though. They're pretty low key. You can like go three weeks without feeding them and like stuff like that. And you know they're cool pets. Um, but you know what aren't cool pets? Giant ants. Um, <laughs> again, talking about the whole like uh, Force Awakens thing. This is just the big Nazi fight from uh, from Force Awakens. Ra- Ra- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, the big Nazi fight happens after the second movie came out and all yes. those men's rights activists came out and said they didn't like the second. <laughs> um, no, from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's just him fighting the big Nazi again, again, for the second time in the movie. Um, but the ants, for some reason, go around the crystal skull and they give him a cool little like fighting space. Um, he beats up the big not or the big Russian. He falls and he gets hereditary. So all the ants like, crawl in his mouth <laughs> and like pull him into the hole. Um, and then, you know, I hear a lot of gripes about like uh, the, the fridge nuke thing, right? Being the most unbelievable, like they'd all be dead. But the Indiana Jones gang die 
three or four times in this next sequence of, <laughs> of the movie. Oh, yeah, totally. The, down they, the three waterfalls? Yes, they drive oh off a God. cliff into a tree that somehow can carry them down to the water safely. And then it smacks a bunch of Russians. Well, who should be them. dead as well. Yes. And then they drive down not one, not two, but three enormous waterfalls. And each, they're dead. Each one the size that could kill anyone. They're like 200 feet. Each one. Yeah. They're dead. Um, well, until and, you've experienced it, you can't say anything. So shut the fuck up. Please keep your opinions to yourself about waterfalls. It's just, it um, seems rude. Actually, I think. Uh, so uh, I does not condone any waterfall jumping or anything like that. Please be <laughs> safe. Um, if you've watched the scientific documentary, The Emperor's New Groove, you can survive yeah. a large waterfall drop. So <laughs> jot that down. <laughs> Aren't there like sharp rocks at the bottom and everything? Not always. Are you just quoting Emperor's New Groove now? Yep. <laughs> Sharp rocks at the bottom. Yep. yep. Bring, Bring it on. on. I love that movie so That's much. A, I gotta watch that movie now. It's so good. Um, so we find the temple of the Crystal Skull. More ancient aliens bullshit is dumped on us. Um, there's a Scooby-Doo painting man. They show a wall where eyes are looking through like a, a painting <laughs> on the wall. And... Um, a bunch of people come out of the walls. My question is, were they always there for like these decades that no one's been here? <laughs> or just, like have like, secret just rooms? Pay attention. They're like, just, just waiting like, the whole time just in case someone like, Any day now, someone's going to walk through that waterfall and we're going <laughs> to scare them. I'm going to tell you right now, these are the most useless semi-antagonists of this film because <sighs> they're in it for three minutes and they don't do anything. It just shows that they praise the uh, crystal skull. Yeah, they, they just throw like those ball and string that, attached that bolos. to them. Yeah. Bolos and Bolo. arrows, the, some spears and like, yeah, look. Yeah. We're, and then, we're stereotypical. Yeah. And then they're lions. like, okay, yeah, you have the skull. Never mind. This. Uh, all right, everyone, bury yourselves back in those rocks in the temple. We got to wait again. Um, so they climb to the top of this, this pyramid. Mac makes a comment. He's like, some city of gold is essentially what he says. He's like, oh, El Dorado, city of gold, where? It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> there, there was no gold. Yeah, the, the gold was the friendship we made along the way, you bitch. <laughs> it's the knowledge we've learned. Yeah, I mean, oh, fuck. I just spoiled the final line of this movie. <laughs> that is pretty groan-worthy, I do have to say. Um, yeah. they, do, they do like a Legend of Zelda sand puzzle to drop down into this... Uh, uh temple oh yeah oh, yeah you gotta hit the button before and jump down on every peg until so you don't yeah. fall um they go inside and they see that there's like antiquities everywhere inside of it and indy makes an interesting line here i really like it where he's like oh they're archaeologists too it's like you see there's like a um there's one of the terracotta army figures in there. Yeah, there's like there's the Egyptian like, headdress and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and there's Indian stuff in there. So it's really setting up for you like, no, that like whatever was here was going around the world looking at everything that humans were doing. And it's supposed to, again, ancient aliens shit, like they helped every civilization. Um, I, will answer, say, I will say, so with all the information that's come out recently with all the UFOs and stuff, I will say there's a little bit more cre uh viability it's more more credibility to like actually having outside beings help civilizations out i, I can i could see it happening 
Listen, I have a guy who used to work at Great America who would very <laughs> angrily tell you otherwise. <laughs> I'm not saying that it did happen. I'm just saying that if it did happen, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, well, that makes sense. You guys sense. heard it here first. Peyton is a ancient aliens theorist. Aliens, man. Aliens. That show was always on in the break room at work. We had oh, one coworker oh, who was always fucking watching it. <laughs> so sick of it. I won't um, say like all their f- theories are right or I, I am on board with them. I do think that maybe, you know, they did land and like, hey, you, we can help you out a little bit. Here's... Do you think they just like wiggle their wieners and stuff like that or something? And that was it. Well, if you've seen uh, <laughs> like scary they movie walked four... up to the people and took their wieners and wiggled them. Yeah. And they were like, ah! <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go into the skull throne. And then remember I said only two things I can't excuse. Here it comes. Uh, Mac crosses them again. And <laughs> Indy says, what are you, a triple agent? No, Indy, you fucking idiot. He's a double agent, and you've been fooled twice now. <laughs> That's not like. Why would you believe him the first time after he crossed you? Like, there's no such thing as a triple agent. There's just morons who get crossed twice. <laughs> like, dang, <sighs> college education was, for what? I know. Where's George W. Bush when you need him? Fool me <laughs> once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Well, you ain't going to fool me again. Can't fool me twice. (laughs) um, So all these aliens and all the other skulls that they talked about are sitting in this cool room. Um, Indy. It's like a cabal of aliens. Yeah. So here's the thing. If the skull was originally there, how come this stuff didn't happen until the skull was put back? Because I don't know if the skull was there. I well, think why would the school be gone? Because, so hear me out. Now I'm going to have to go into ancient aliens bullshit, unfortunately. <sighs> so, Gross. Um, in the lore, the skulls and the bodies, the aliens explored everywhere on Earth. And they left their heads elsewhere. Well, they died. And the bones were there. So the theory is if they were taken back to the place that they started at and everything was assembled and all that kind of stuff. They would come back to life and they could leave. Or what if they like forgot a hand? <laughs> Wait, how did oh, they we left his dick Indiana in China. Jones in the, in the legend of the crystal hand, <laughs> the legend of the crystal hip bones, <laughs> legend of the crystal singular right testicle. That's all that's preventing it from. No, Indiana Jones legend of the, the fourth vertebrae <laughs> and the crystal dildo. <laughs> That's not part of their body. <laughs> that's their pee-pee. <laughs> well, yeah. So, well, that's it's not bone. Only bone would be left. No, they, they have bone wieners. They have well, bone yeah. wieners. Where do you think we got the word boner from? <laughs> mm-hmm. from oh my aliens. god, that's a new that's a new ancient alien theory right there that Peyton's heard it here first. <laughs> Bring that aliens guy on, he'll tell us. <laughs> um wait, okay, so real quick, real quick. How did they die and then come back to life or did he like get decapitated did the spanish like decapitate this alien and then they died and then they I took they the just head died. no well, just a died spanish people found the skull skeletons took the head out and then like yes okay because i'm like yeah but they... see, that's what i'm saying is if it was already there but then they found them but then they took the skull out how come putting know. the skull back makes all of this happen Maybe yeah. it's also like a destiny thing. Maybe they were waiting for the right person to do it. 
or something like that. I don't that, know. Because they, they kind of were. The indie is like the chosen one. Yeah, says exactly. The skull, so it could so. be it could be that. Did indie put the skull back or did No, but Indy is like I did. have to bring it back. He yeah. Uh, okay. It put itself back technically because <laughs> it like <laughs> flies out of her hands. It yeah. magnetized to the Um but then so um Oxley is kind of like he's he's speaking in Mayan and uh Maya. Indy translates it and he's like, "Oh, uh they have a gift for us." And then that's when Kate Blanchett busts in is like, I want to know everything. That's like, that's the gift they're offering. They're offering anything essentially. And she's the first person who speaks. That seems like um, a lot. Right. And that's yeah. why she, uh, spoiler alert, two minutes from now, that's why she dies. Sure. Because blows up. she's given the, the knowledge of the universe is what she's Jeez. given in this moment. Because, um, one, they're not standing in a temple. They're standing in a in a UFO. And two, the UFO these are made not of stone. Well, no, no, no. It's it's surrounded it's, in stone. Yeah, it all falls off. It was like a shrine built around them. But the inside um, is like stone. high tech because you can see it start falling apart. High and then... tech stone. Yeah. High tech stone. <laughs> Metal. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> that really is high tech stone. <laughs> so. Um, they it starts taking off and then Oxley's sane again now and he mentions Indy's like oh my god these are really like aliens from outer space and he's like no not outer space uh like interdimensional beings these these are not yeah, of this universe I think we'd rather them just be aliens I like that okay again I, I like it but at the same time I'm like yeah unfortunately it's, just, it's adding an unnecessary layer yeah. Well, okay. So because we're me... like aliens throughout this whole movie. Okay, outer space beings, aliens, nineteen fifties, all that. No, interdimensional beings. And then let the me movie just tell ends. you right now. Uh, in current day, right now, the the thought of what could be extraterrestrial life is leaning more towards interdimensional beings than something from a different planet. So that is kind of in the the common zeitgeist about. Uh, aliens and extraterrestrials is that it's actually uh, interdimensional beings, not uh, from another planet. That's that's kind of how it's been for a, a bit now. And at this time, when the ancient alien stuff was happening, most people were not like, "Oh yeah, they're from another planet." And they came to visit. They're like, "No, they're from another uh, get like galaxy plane of existence." Or plane of existence. And if you want to get even further into the setting of this movie and why the aliens are so important, if you look at I really get into like alien corner here. If you look at the spike in UFO sightings in the world, it's all USA. Well, no, it's not just USA. Well, it is USA, but it's all over the world. But the peak happens after 1945. What did we do in 1945? We dropped a nuke. And then the theory Uh... is, is that the reason that there's far more UFO activity now post 1945 than there was prior is because extraterrestrial beings interdimensional beings took an vested interest in the in earth specifically in our galaxy in our universe because we reached a milestone in our human evolution all right that crazy. that's really good no that's actually pretty good i like that yeah right and, and that <laughs> plays into this again they show a nuke they show all of this stuff it's like that's why they're interested yeah. now. it's like star trek you know they yes. didn't the vulcans didn't come down until we had warp capability so exactly see like hey did you check out earth they're about to go blow some crap up yeah they're like hey you guys should check in on earth Shit's about to get fucked up there. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to blow themselves up. 
so uh, Kate Blanchett, she learns too much and she's like, I don't want to know anymore. I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> it's like, and uh, like she knows truly what happened to Jeffrey Epstein and her head explodes and she yeah. melts. <laughs> it's like when Jesus went into the garden of um, uh, not Eden? Eden, don't say Eden. Dang it. <laughs> the garden of Gomorrah. Gomorrah, yes. And he oh. saw all the sins of the world. Which means that he saw someone blow rope to Wally That is my hentai. favorite tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that tweet. Um, exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so Oxley he went into is... Gamora's garden? So Zoe Salmanandanda? So Oxley is saying again. Uh, they get to leave again. Mac is a greedy bitch and dies for that. But he also kind of I don't know. He's supposed to be vilified because he's like, Indy, don't save me. I'm a piece of shit. Essentially, oh. is what he yeah. says. Get and he's like, I mean, that's what it and was. He's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Just leaves him to die. <laughs> he's like, I'll see you later. Uh, we get to the top. And uh, again, Indy fucks. He's just a horny good guy now. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's like. What does he say? He's like, where are you going? He's like, I guess I could ask you the same question. It's like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) We get a wedding for Marion and Indy. The door blows open. A hat rolls across. And I think this is this scene's funny to me because um, it plays on exactly what everyone thought they were going to do, which was going forward. uh, Shia LaBeouf was going to be Indiana Jones. The hat lands on the ground and he goes to pick it up. And he's like, fuck you. That's my hat. Don't put it on. <laughs> I'm <done> yet. <laughs> I'm a fucking mom with this hat on. <laughs> a shark puts it on and goes, hi, I'm Andy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> yes, I got the best laugh. <laughs> uh, well, now the episode's good because now it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to but this yeah. episode. It's the best at the end. Yes, I always try to make sure we all laugh at the end because then we can wrap it up and the work <laughs> is done. But yeah, that's uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Um, that brings us to the Jaws scale. Jaws. Okay, uh, get off. Let's oh. let's let's start. Oh, Peyton oh, Jared, yeah. Let's start. No, Jared, Jared, put the hat on. You're indie. Go. Um, I don't. I I I want to say it's between a one and a two, because I think the only bad part is the fan jobbing. Because I know that they knew they couldn't change enough to make it oh. unique. Fuck! You just brought up the fan jobbing thing. Peyton mentioned. I said again, if you believe that Han Solo and Indiana Jones are the same person, you can fight me. However, in the scene when the UFO is getting ready to take off and the temple is cr- crumbling around them, uh, the Indy says, "Indy says, I have a bad feeling about this." Oh, and then that and it's like, a "Oh bad feeling no!" About this. Yeah. <laughs> the Falcon lands and takes him away. And of course, IMDb <laughs> is like a fun little callback to, and it's like, "Oh, shut up." It's like, we yeah, we knew. It, Chewbacca comes in fully nude, actually. <laughs> <laughs> fully shaven. <laughs> He's actually um, Oxley. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll just give it a Jaws because it deserves it. Yeah. Peyton? Participation trophy. Uh, I'm going to go with a Jaws 2. Oh. It's, it's good. Shit. <laughs> it's, it's not like... It's not Indiana Jones and the Lost Ark good, but it's it's still enjoyable. Wow, I was I was teetering on a three, but I'm like it's better than a three. Do you know what I'm gonna do? Do you know what I'm gonna do for you? 
Uh, between now and when we record the next episode, you need to watch Temple of Doom, and I want you to come back with a new rating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know that I've seen Temple of Doom, and I don't think it's like. No, I'm saying go back. Temple of Doom is fucking awful. I will fight oh. anyone on that. Temple oh. of Doom is really bad. Well, I do think it's the weakest of the indies trilogy. This one originally? or, or oh, 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 I see one, the trilogy. This one is like just above that. But I never had a problem with Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom also has the worst Lego Indiana Jones levels. So <laughs> I never played know, those. So. Take that into consideration. <laughs> oh, I forgot too. we were bringing Legos into this. <laughs> um i'm gonna give it a jaws i wish i could give it a doesn't even belong on the scale rating but um i think this movie gets a bad rap and again i think it gets a bad rap literally the same reason that um star wars episode not or uh seven and eight is that yeah. what it is force I, awakens I think, and, and last and, jedi uh, last jedi and uh, sp- more specifically last jedi i think this movie um gets a bad rap for the same reasons that last Jedi did is that they decided to be familiar, but change some stuff and be not just the same movie again that you've already seen three times. And that always rubs these fucking man, children nerds wrong. And then they get pissed off that it's like, well, it's not my indie. So that's never was your indie. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I got news for you, bud. Indiana Jones isn't real. (laughs) (laughs) What? Did you ever watch the young Indiana Jones series? Oh, with river Phoenix. Uh, sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who that is. (laughs) He's he's young Indiana Jones. Joaquin Phoenix's brother. Yeah. Okay. I've watched a little bit of it. I've seen a few. They're not the Um, same. No, it's weird. I also have several of the video games. Um, the, the old point and click. Uh, oh, really? Jones games. Wow. Yeah. And they're really cool. And he goes to Atlantis in one of them. That's fucking dope. Have, oh. There's have you read any of the books? No, I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was so much media. Yeah, there is. No, there's yeah, a, there's a lot of books. It's like Star Wars. Um oh, yeah. there's just producing a lot of it based off of everything. Yeah. yeah, there's one where the book I read was he found dinosaurs in Hollow Earth. Oh my That's god, the Hollow theory. Earth, the yeah, Hollow Earth, Earth theory exists? Yeah, yeah. which that was actually a pretty good book. I, I actually really enjoyed it. Do you know what that means? That yeah, means King Indiana Kong. Jones and King Kong and Godzilla, Godzilla exist in the same <laughs> universe. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Release the dong cut. <laughs> oh my god, Indiana Jones fucked Mothra. <laughs> that's Mar- M- Marthra Marthra Marithra Marithra oh that's gross. one of the Marys <laughs> I was trying to remember what the name was this entire time I was like Mar- 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 oh man All right, give me one I... second hold on I gotta say what the next episode is but I didn't have it pulled up I forgot what it is so give me one second So that about does it for us here at Bombsway. Hope you enjoyed us finally talking about Indiana Jones, Kino of the Crystal Skull. I know I had fun. I, I think you guys did. I did this too. Was, it was a blast. Yeah. I mean, and I do recommend people go back and watch this movie. It's not as bad as you either remember or have heard. It's this is different than like last episode where we were like, don't go back and watch yeah, them because they're yeah. far worse than you remember. Go back, this... watch it. It is actually a really it's a pretty good Indiana Jones movie. There's some suspension of disbelief 
you may need to take a little bit more than your previous Indiana yeah. Jones movies, but it's still an enjoyable movie. Yeah. And uh, so join us on our next episode where we're going to take a, you know, step back into our roots, kind of, um, you know, I, I will say right now we are doing I know this is technically speaking our first uh, regular episode outside of the get to know us episodes and then the bargain bonanza. So I just want to say we are doing a blend of what we used to do, which is older bad movies and then newer stuff. So starting us back again, kind of a throwback to our older content. Um, join us next episode for 1983's Death Stalker, Ooh. which is the world of tomorrow. <laughs> Death Stalker has a great story because it is far raunchier of a film than we anticipated. And we watched it at work once. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that I have people. seen the mystery science theater uh, of death stalker. Yes. It is wild. So yeah, 1983's death stalker. Again, it's an eighties bad movie. So we're going back to our roots. Um, that'll be in two weeks. That'll be on uh, the 24th of May. But yeah, thank you oh, so Death much. Deathstalker's so bad. Oh, and it's, the Warriors, it's so fun. Oh, it's Deathstalker, or is that the sequel? The sequel is Deathstalker Death Two. And the Warriors from Hell. Yes, and yeah. it has a great intro ending, or a great intro into the movie where the bad guy says, "I'll get you." And Deathstalker Two, and uh, it's like shows the title. So that's so what we have bad. to look forward they're to. They're bad movies, but they're yes. If you if it's you you want to have a fun way to get ready for it, watch the Mystery Science Mystery Theater Science on Theater. YouTube yep. because it's all on there. So yeah, that does it for us. Uh, follow us on all of the uh, shits that we're on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook <laughs> at Bombs Away Show. Uh, subscribe YouTube. to us on YouTube. Um, we just upload the episodes there. We're, we're, we're getting to a point where we are going to start doing YouTube content and then we'll be there. And then once we hit a thousand subscribers, we can start making money on YouTube, which would be nice. Uh, money's um, not our main goal. No, we're but only it is a 994 nice... away from that. So no, thanks for helping like, us get to our goal. <laughs> we're like 300, which isn't bad. We've been at Failure for friends. a few months. Yeah, hey, we've, yeah. Been at, we've been at it for a it, long time. It'd be nice to start doing like videos and stuff like that. We were at 666, which I thought would have been a cool way to just leave it. But then, it didn't, <laughs> you know, then people subscribed. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. And uh, see you on the next one with Death Stalker. Bye. 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 Bye.